Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to invest in yourself and tune in today. As the name says, we are business creators. We have our entrepreneurs, our small business owners, our local business owners. We have marketing and business coaches, consultants, and mentors. We have those who help others create their businesses, and we have the do-it-yourselfers who like to have your own hands on the levers. If you are one or more of the above, and many of our listeners who tune in every week for fresh episodes are all of the above, please take a moment, discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also go to iTunes, check us out, and subscribe Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated, helps us serve more business creators just like you, and as soon as you subscribe, over 220 episodes on a breadth and depth of topics, relevance to business creators will be at your fingertips for your immediate perusal, enjoyment, and education. There's something that is very important, especially in today's day and age, which is called reputation management. Uh, we find ourselves, if we have local businesses, we're listed on places like Yelp and Merchant Circle and the Google reviews, and we find that just one negative review can really damage our business. Uh, I know people personally who have had their businesses attacked for really, really spurious and, frankly, stupid political reasons uh, by people who would leave a lot of negative reviews who had never even been customers, but they were told by one of their buddies that these people were evil, so let's go get them. That's the kind of crap we deal with today. So reputation management is critical to your business, whether you have a local business, whether you have a bricks-and-mortar business, whether you have a global business, whether you have an Internet business, because it can take just one negative, reputa- or negative review that can raise a lot of questions about you. It can also cause problems if you get a negative review and it's not handled properly. It is possible to turn a negative review into a positive for your business if you know what you're doing. And unfortunately, most people don't. And that is why it is so important that we were able to book somebody who I've wanted to have on the Business Creators Radio Show for almost a year now. But this man is so busy and this man is changing so many lives. Uh, It took a while for my people and his people to get together, but I'm so glad we've done it. His name is Kyle Downs. He is the founder of Internet Marketing Pros, and let me just tell you a little bit about his company. Internet Marketing Pros is an online marketing company that provides social media management, custom website design, and also specializes in online reviews and reputation management. Your reputation is your number one asset. Very important. Uh, Managing your reviews will save you time, and it'll allow you for faster reactions to the marketplace. I know I'm kind of butchering the official description here a little bit, but I want to point out some of the things that are very important to our listeners. And Kyle, believe me, has a lot to say today. Uh, You also need to know that amplifying your reputation on third-party websites will increase your Google SEO traffic and conversion. And you can do a lot of other things, such as create custom review sites. Uh, You can use the software to amplify and distribute your positive reviews throughout the web. Kyle's going to show us some of these things today and how they work. Uh, but first, let's invite Kyle in. Come on, man. The weather's fine. Come on in. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you very much for being here. Now, before we dive in, and I know you have a lot to share with us today, what I like to do with our guests is I like to give them the opportunity to tell us a little bit 
about your personal journey, above and beyond the official bios and the official descriptions. Just tell us a little bit about your trajectory and what's brought you to where you are now, serving business creators from the intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Sure. Um, started in business for myself in 1995. Uh, was one of the top salespeople in the country for MCI. Um, and then uh, from there, I uh, moved over to AT&T Local and was one of the top sales agents in Texas for AT&T Local. And then in uh, 1990, no, 2008, we had a massive hurricane, Ike, blow through Houston and pretty much took out our city. And we couldn't put in any orders, so we had to figure out, you know, what we could do to create some some business. And what we looked at was the the market internet marketing and most people didn't have a clue about how to do it and so we we grew the business by starting with social media marketing and and building custom websites and then have just recently partnered with a company that's that's designed a software that is really amazing it it was put together by some guys from Google and Yahoo and what they did was they built a software that will create massive five-star reviews for your company. And what it does is it basically just, we take the, um, the database of the client, we get their client's emails, and the, the software automatically sends out a polite request for, for a review. And we've literally seen one of our clients got 18 five-star reviews in 24 hours. So that was pretty smoking. That's pretty uh, good. And when you, yeah, and so when you when you get these consistent five star reviews, Google looks at you more favorably, and so it actually helps you move up in the organic rankings. So when people are looking for your company oh. in their area, you you you'll come up much more often because they they look favorably on five star reviews. Right. And another really cool another really cool thing about the software is that you're going to have the persnickety customer that's just not ever happy and you know, would leave a, a one or two star reviews. Well, the software automatically parks those and they don't go out and they don't get calculated in your ratings, which I'm sure as you were saying, the one star review can really shatter your, your overall rating. Yeah, that's so, very true. It's very true, especially if you don't have a whole lot of reviews, just yes. Uh, exactly. you know, that can take a big uh, that can take a big bite out of your percentage total. Oh, absolutely. And what we do, I mean, what we do is when when we send in all these new reviews, five star reviews, it really helps to to increase your overall star rating. And we've literally taken a transport company who was at a two point six, we got him up to a three point nine in just one month. Right. Two months, sorry. Two months. All right. Yeah, that's that, yeah, one thing. month, two months is still very impressive in terms of what we're talking about here. Exactly. And the way we did right. that was just just consistently uh, help him put on new reviews that were favorable. Right. Right. So we're so we're actually getting a little bit ahead here, which is which is fine. And we're already getting into some of the results of what you bring to the table. But the first thing I wanted to ask is, 
you know, in the marketplace, we tend to call this reputation management, uh, just like the marketplace calls the uh, uh, a big piece of the process of customer acquisition, getting traffic to your website. And those who have been listening to the Business Creators Radio Show know that I'll tell you the last thing you need in your business is traffic to your website. In fact, if you're getting traffic to your website, you're doing it wrong, and you're probably harming your business. I just renamed something. So you have a different term that you use while everybody else is talking about reputation management. So tell us a little bit of you know, what that term is and what the difference is and why we need to pay attention. Well, Forbes coined it as reputation marketing, and, and I just think that's a better word for it than management because we're going out there and we're basically working on our clients' images and making them look a lot better online. And, and that's another thing that we do is we consistently get new reviews. Um, there's a high percentage of people that think that uh, any, any review that's over three months is just not applicable. And so what we do is consistently every month get new reviews in. And because we're typically, you know, most clients will leave a five-star review that really works on your overall average and helps your business really look much better online because when customers are, are looking online for a type of business or service, they're going to look to see what their rating is. And they're going to go to a four-star review way before they will a two-star review, you know, overall rating. Right. Right, very, very true. Um, and, you know, I personally, and I think I've shared this with you in our green room conversation, when I'm looking at a business, I do look at ratings. And this actually leads to my next couple of questions. So let's start with the first thing I noticed because we'll work as the, first, as the next question is, uh, let's say that the rating scale is from one to five because most of them are one to five. I look for the business that has about a 4.3. The reason I like about a 4.3, 4.4, maybe I'll even go as low as a 4.1, is because I want to know that they're not perfect. And I want to know that they're real people that deal with real issues and that they're not manufacturing reviews and they're getting legitimate reviews. Because the fact is, if any business creator who's been in business for more than three years tells me that they have a 100% satisfaction rating, I'll call them a liar right to their face. Because if you don't have a dissatisfied customer after three years, you're not taking a strong enough stand for what you believe in. Because there's no way you can please everybody and there's no way you're going to hit the mark every time, and you're going to run into that occasional customer that no matter what you do, all they're going to do is complain and find fault. And if in three years you have not found one of those customers, you're not really out there marketing, I hate to tell you. So I want to get your thoughts on that, the fact that you are occasionally going to find negative reviews no matter what you do. And if the business screws up despite their best intentions, they probably deserve a bad review. So what can the business do about this? Well, I mean, you're going to have the I like to call them persnickety customer and right. they're going to they're they're the type of people that just nothing makes them happy and they're going to, you're going to come across them. And so what we do is we protect our clients with our software. It doesn't even allow those one or two star reviews to get out. And and then that way you can deal with them offline. Right. And make it make you know, see what you can do to make them happy. So, but the fact that it that our software holds those back is very cool. I think it's one of the best pieces of the software they designed. Yeah, 
yeah, we're going to get more into how that software works uh, in the second half here. But uh, let me let me ask the question a different way. Let's leave your software out of this for a minute. Let's say that you have somebody who comes to the business, and they don't come through your software. They just go right to the Google reviews or the Yelp or the Merchant Circle or the YP.com or what have you, and they leave their review directly from there. So your software, your services have nothing to do with this. That review is on the board. What should the, right, what should sure. the business do about it? What is your recommendation for how the business handles it? Well, you always want to deal with bad reviews. You want to find out what right. was the problem and what, what you can do to help this customer get a better result. So, you know, and that, by doing so and doing it online, that shows that you're willing to go the extra mile to help your clients. And that makes you look even better, I think, online. Yeah, you and I... You and I pretty much agree on this because, as I said, the reason I look for, like, the 4.1 to the 4.3 is I want to know if they're human and they screw up once in a while. But what I also sure. want to see is how they handle it because let's exactly. say that I do business with them and things don't go perfectly with me. I want to know that I'm in safe hands with integrity. And I want to exactly. see for myself this is how they deal with it when things don't go exactly right so I know what I have look, to look forward to. So if things don't go exactly right, I want to know they're going to make it right. I want to know that they're going to do what needs to happen to turn me into a satisfied customer one way or another. Right, and the fact that you know new, new people that are looking them up can see that they have dealt with the situation and tried to help this customer you know, get a better result, that makes them look that much better online and makes them, you know, you definitely don't want not to, to you don't want to not reply to somebody that gave you a one or two star review. That's not a good right. thing. That's horrible, actually. You definitely want to reply to the person and find out what their challenge was and what you can do to fix it. I would argue you should reply to every review. What do you think about that? Well, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. You know, thanks for the five-star review. That's that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just my personal thought because the person did take the time to leave a review now, um, I, you know, I've you know, done business with some, you know, with some companies, uh, like the company where I bought a lot of my furniture when I first came to Las Vegas. And that was one of those situations where things didn't work out perfectly the first time around. And uh, part of it had to do with uh, the uh, part of it had to do with the person in the showroom, I think, just didn't give the correct advice. And part of it had to do with, uh, I think that uh, the movers they sent just weren't very skilled with getting a couch to the door. I think were a couple of the issues. But that company sure. did uh, do, you know, they did make it right, and they did earn a five-star review from me. And then after they knew that we had everything resolved and I was happy with my final lineup of furniture, they even said, could you please leave us a review? Because I offered it. I said, hey, uh, you know, so do you need a testimonial for a website? And they said, no, not really. What we need is a Google review. Would you mind? I, I gave them a good review. And I and I even said, you know, the first set of furniture, some of it wouldn't fit through the door. Uh, some of it, I'm not sure if they knew how to get it through the door. And and I think the um, I think the guy who sold me the furniture in the first place recommended the wrong box spring. But once we got that all worked out, I was happy as a clam. Sure, and that's because that that business went the extra mile to make sure that you were, and that shows right. very good business practice and makes them look good to be able to do that and then have you as a satisfied, happy customer. All right. So what I want to do now is I said I, said I had a two-part observation. So let's get into part two. Um, I look at ratings, and I see this a lot, especially on Facebook and on Yelp, where 
they leave a star rating, whether it's five star, four star, three star, two star, one star, but they don't leave a comment to go along with it. Uh, right. Do the star ratings alone help, or does it really mean more if they also leave comments to go along with their rating? I mean, I personally think that it's better to leave a comment because it means that, you know, you're going the extra mile as a customer to make sure that everybody knows that these guys are good. You know, just leaving a five-star is helps the ratings, but it it's not as personal as when you, you know, have somebody, like, for example, we, we work with a, a woman that has a dog walking company, and she had a, a lady that left her a review, five-star review, that talked about how wonderful that she was, that she was very attentive to, de- to detail, and her animals just loved spending time with her when she came to walk them. Right. So that that type of review is really much better to leave because it gives into personal details that really make the company look better. Right. How do you persuade people to take the time to do that? Because people in this day and age are very busy, or they might be giving the rating for their phone, and they just don't feel like reaching down to those tiny little keys. Well, that's a very good question that you asked. Um, you know, typically when someone does leave a review, it's a complicated process. You have to log on to Google, then you have to find the business, then you have to find where to leave a review. And with our software, it's just one click, and you're there. And so it's much easier, it's much faster, it gets done quicker, and you've, you've, you've done it, versus the complicated process of leaving a normal review. So that's another benefit of our software is that, that it speeds the process up. Right. I mean, does it, like, pre-write the review for them, or or they still need to oh, type no. in their review? I would think you'd want natural reviews. I mean, because I'm, I'm definitely not an advocate of pre-written reviews and pick one. Oh, no, no. It's not. It's not. We, we basically just take them to the exact spot that they can leave the five-star. They click on five-star, and then they can write out a personal um, message right below that. So when you're just one click, and you're there. So it's very easy, very quickly done. Right. The, All right, the, so, we're, you know, so we're, talking, we're talking about we're, so we're talking about how your software makes it logistically easier. But what I'm talking about is um, how do we incentivize the person to take that extra time to leave the review? Now, one of the things I heard you say was uh, businesses kind of have it as their responsibility to make that customer you know wildly happy with the results, so they're going to want to take the time to type out their excuse me specific experience, uh, but. Right. As I said, a lot of people are busy. A lot of people are, you know, they're they're being buttonholed. Say, hey, can you leave that review? So they'll log on and say, okay, good, five, okay, good. But we really want them to leave natural reviews because, if I understand correctly, if they're actually typing out their experiences and leaving a narrative, that helps with search engine marketing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Very much so. Right. So, right. So, is there anything else that we can do other than the business is doing a really stellar job to get people wildly happy with it? Uh, or is that really the secret sauce, just to wow your customers so they want to take a moment and type about how awesome it was? Well, I think our our software is so easy that it really helps the, the customer because it's just one click, and, and then you're there. And, and what we do is, well, here's another beautiful thing about the software, is that we can send either an email or a text message to your cell phone. And I have a, a buddy of mine who owns a car dealership, and he had a massage company, parlor massage company, 
email him you know a review and he just thought how cool that was it's so easy to do right there on his phone and so we can send either emails and or text messages and it's just something that people could do right there really quick on their phone that doesn't take any time at all so that's interesting very, very interesting multiple, yeah because multiple um, ways to leave. Go ahead. Right, and I'm not aware. I'm not aware of any of the other um, sites out there, like you know Google or Yelp or what have you, who actually text you and say, "Hey, leave these people a review." So this actually leads to a question: um, the whole thing of soliciting reviews. And I was told a story just the other day as I was preparing to interview you, Kyle. Uh, I was asking around about this whole reputation marketing and management thing, and somebody pointed out to me something interesting about Yelp that they don't want you to. Go out and ask your customers to review. In fact, I believe it's in their policies. If I'm not mistaken, and if I'm mistaken, somebody write in and tell me that uh, they actually tell you you're not supposed to solicit reviews. It's supposed to be completely natural and of the customer's own volition. But then once you pay Yelp, they give you a sticker that says, leave this business to review. First of all, is this true? And second of all, isn't that kind of contradictory? Well, yeah, it's true. And, and Yelp is a bit of a challenge in the industry. But, you know, Google doesn't doesn't tell customers that and most most other sites that do rankings like Facebook and and uh you know like um Auto Transport Reviews is another comp another group that does reviews for clients like mine. And, you know, right. you 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 really want to ask your customer for the review because that's the only way that you're going to be able to attain it. Right. Right. And right. I'm. So, I'm, uh, I'm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm just. I just. I don't agree with that with Yelp. I mean, your. Right. Your customers aren't going to automatically leave a review. So if you ask them to very politely, you know, and we and what we do with our emails and or text messages is we send out one, and if they don't respond, we'll send out another one. And then if they don't respond in a few more days, we'll send out another one. So we'll politely ask them two or three times to leave a review, and most people end up doing it. Right. I mean, we're getting to the point where we're getting our clients, you know, hundreds and two hundreds of nice five-star reviews for their business, and that really helps them look good online. Uh -huh. and yeah. Consistently, and as I said, too, in a few, yeah, yeah. As I said, in a few minutes, we're going to go through what makes your software unique and why people need to look at this. So um, I'm reminded of a story, and this was from a few years ago. It's called the uh, the Botto Italian Bistro, which is in Richmond, California, which I believe is near San Francisco. And uh, here's what happened with them. They, and if you look this up on Google, you'll find a lot of examples of it. Um, not only were they not very concerned about their Yelp rating, but in fact, they encouraged people to leave negative reviews on Yelp. They wanted people to leave one-star Yelp reviews. In fact, it was even offering deals, I believe, on pizza or food or something like that uh, for somebody, somebody who penned a really bad review. So I think it was something like 25% off any pizza and the chance to win a cooking class, if I remember if I remember the case. Uh, and, and their concern was they were tired of the advertising inquiries from Yelp and what they saw from their side is you know being blackmailed to pay Yelp or they'd have a bunch of negative reviews and the whole thing about uh, review manipulation and things like that it's kind of a long story 
But I know that I decided that I wanted to lock in some free Italian food for myself next time I was in San Francisco. So here's what I did. Uh, Bado Italian Bistro closes at 8 o'clock. So at 8.03, I called them to place a takeout order. And, oh, not a takeout order, but a delivery order. So there were a few problems with that. First of all, they were closed. Second of all, they're near San Francisco, and I'm in Las Vegas. So already I'm outraged that they would not deliver Italian food to me when I place an order at 8.03 p.m. and ask for delivery to Las Vegas. Already I'm furious, right? Very bad. Very bad service. And so I told them, you know what? To heck with this and to heck with you people. Next time I want to order Mexican food for my cats, there's a cantina right down the street. I'll just go there. And so what I did is I put all this into a Yelp review. And then months and months later, Yelp comes back to me and tells me that I was lying in my review and therefore they deleted it. But the fact is I called this restaurant and I had that conversation with them. So I can prove it in my phone records. So they're calling me a liar and I was telling the truth. I was dissatisfied with the Bodo Italian Bistro because they would not deliver Italian food to me in Las Vegas, even though I called three minutes after they closed and my cats did not get Italian food. In fact, <laughs> even further than that, I attempted to order tacos because I wanted Mexican food and this Italian restaurant would not give me the tacos. So you can understand, did they not earn a one-star review from me? Is that a one-star review? I say that's a one-star review. I call an Italian restaurant. I want Mexican food for my cats delivered to Las Vegas. Three minutes after they close, they won't do it. No customer service. I think that earned me some. I think that earned me twenty five percent off of pizza, if you ask me. But for Yelp to come yeah. and tell me I'm lying when all that actually happened, right? So to me, that feels like review manipulation. That uh, the Yelp got all butthurt because uh, because uh, I was leaving a review that was actually aimed at Yelp. Right. Well, and that's another challenge that you have. With, with the review system is that you can have some ex-employees. We've, we've, we've seen this happen in our business. We've had ex-employees of the transport company just go leave slaughtering reviews under someone else's name, and they weren't even real. And that's the thing that we can we help our clients with because we'll get the, the, the ones that are by ex-employees or something taken off. Right. Or removed like they did, like they review, removed yours, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and, and and I was leaving, I was leaving an accurate review. I thought, I thought their, I thought their service sucked. They wouldn't deliver me Mexican food, uh, so I figured at least I should get a twenty five percent off a of pizza over this. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's <laughs> the challenge with the, that's the challenge with the industry is is that many times you can get, and that's competition even does that, man. Competition. Uh, will go and pose to someone else and leave a bad review just to bring your numbers down. You know, and they're not even really real customers. That happens in the industry a lot as well. Right. And so the fact that we can we can really bury those one star reviews because we just put on so many five stars that helps the numbers dramatically. Right. Now I'm going to ask a question point blank. Um, isn't that a form of review manipulation, which you're doing? Uh, because you have people submit the reviews through your software, and if there's a negative review, that negative review doesn't go out. You could say it's review manipulation, but you could also say it's very smart. I can definitely say it. I'm just, I'm just raising the counterpoint here. I mean, I understand exactly what you're looking to accomplish, so I'm, I'm just helping you convey that to our listeners why this is, 
important and why it helps both the business and the consumer that are involved in this interaction? Well, yeah, I mean, you want to be able to find those those bad reviews but not have them be calculated in your totals because when you get a one-star review and you only have two five-star reviews, that dramatically brings your numbers down. And yeah. So we're we're basically holding those one- and two-star reviews back so that you can deal with them offline and they don't affect your numbers. That's what I really like yeah, about that's, the software. Right, right, right. So as far as what the, your software does, is uh, they, you know, instead of leaving the review directly with Yelp or Merchant Circle or YP or Google or whatever other review there is out there, that uh, what it does let them do is it lets them filter through. So does your software then go post the reviews, or are you running like your own review site where these reviews show up? How, how does that part work? That's a good question as well. Uh, actually, our software goes and puts it on Google, Facebook, you know, all the different review sites, auto-transport reviews. You know, we basically give our client a choice of where they want to leave the review, and then they, they it takes them uh -huh. directly there. Okay, so so let's say I'm your customer, and uh, you are you're working for a business that I just did business with, and they're reaching out to me trying to get a review from me. Uh, when I fill out that review, it's going to actually let me check off which review sites I wanted to be on. See, that's very interesting Correct. to me because I know that. You know, different businesses are really trying to push your numbers on different review sites, and some of them are just want me to leave a review everywhere. So it's like, how many times can I post the same review? And if I exactly. write this really nice review and then I copy-paste it from one to the other, what if this one site has character restrictions and so now I have to shorten it? Or what if uh, somebody decides down the road, oh, this must be a fake review because it's the same thing written in four places, even though, again, it's an accurate review? Yeah, it only goes out to one review site. I mean, you, you okay. basically can select what, select the review site that you want to leave it on, and then you create the review, you click on the star rating, and and then if it's a one or two, it buries it. But if it's a three, four, five, it'll send it out to the place that you picked. Right, and then okay. You won't be bugged, you won't, right. And then you won't be bugged again for another review. That's another thing about the system is that once you do leave a review, it won't ask you again. Right, and... Uh, and so your customers, Kyle, they would be accountable, basically, for responding to those lower reviews the, since they're being given a chance to rectify it before it goes out to the world that you have an expectation that they do the right thing in that case. Exactly. And we'll, we'll yeah. make them aware of, of a one- or two-star review so that they can, they can deal with it, figure out what, what the challenge was. Right, exa exactly, because as I said, I look at a business not only for what they do right, but what they, but what they do to fix it when they do wrong. So that, that's great. Exactly. So let's exactly. see. Yeah, so here's, a qu so here's a question that came in. Um, and, and this is somebody who, who wrote in because they were very interested in the topic of reputation uh, management, reputation marketing when we let people know you're going to be on the Business Creators Radio Show. And he said, you know, I have sure. some good reviews on Facebook, but I don't have very many anywhere else online. So uh, is, it, is it okay to just be on Facebook, or should I really be expanding out to other networks? That's another good question. We can, we can basically laser target where you want the reviews to go. If you only want them to go to Google, if you already have some Facebook reviews, then we can send them to just Google. We can just set, it that, set the software, settings on the software to only go out to Google, or we can give the customer a choice of where they want to leave it. Entirely up to right. what the client wants. 
Yeah, and I guess the client can adjust this over time. So let's say the client says, all right, I got 35 good Yelp reviews, but I'd like to work on my merchant circle. Can we switch over there for a while? Exactly. Yep, we can do that. I, I love that. I, I, I really love that because, to me, it serves the, the, the business and the consumer. The business, because they can help to spread their reviews wider across the Internet, and the customer, because, again, it's, it's actually educating the customer in terms of where the review will be most appreciated and where it will have the greatest impact. Right. And what we do initially, and I have, we haven't discussed this yet, but we do an online evaluation of where you currently are and where you've received reviews, how old they are, and we basically pull a report on the client to figure out where you are when we started, and then every month we'll send them a new report that says, you know, you were at a 2.6, and now you're at a 3.9. Look, at, here's what we did. And it basically proves out what we've been working on for them and shows them the impact that we've had. So it basically right. proves our work. On a yeah, I, 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 yeah, I really, I really love that. So, um, okay, so what is the value of Google reviews specifically? I mean, I know there are a lot of people out there who still use their Google Plus accounts. In fact, I still post stuff to my Google Plus account, and the reason I do it is because it's good for search engine marketing. Because you think about it, Google Plus is owned by who? Google. The same with YouTube. Right. Same with YouTube. Um, I have some a couple of YouTube videos that are really just very short clips of previous episodes of the Business Creators Radio Show that I had. I paid somebody 50 bucks to build slideshows around, and I optimize them yeah. around this one little search phrase. And I'm able to use these YouTube videos to beat companies that are investing huge amounts of money on their search engine marketing on page one of Google with this rinky-dink little half-assed videos, but I just optimize them so good for one little keyword. So in terms of I mean, so in terms of in terms in terms of the ratings, um, you know what you know, what guidance can be given to help those Google reviews be valuable from a search engine marketing perspective? Well, any reviews that are left on Google that are above a, a you know a one or a two are going to be valuable because they're going to just show more current reviews on Google and more good ones, and so that just helps you in the search engine. Um, rankings, Google really loves companies that have a lot of good success and good five-star reviews, so they're going to rank them higher in the search rankings. Right. Right. See, see that, see that right there. That makes them. That could. That makes a, a big amount of sense to to me. So, uh, so I guess the next thing is, is let's think about our customer service here for just a moment because, again, we have to go back to the beginning of the chain here. Uh, this company engages your firm to help them get the reviews. So uh, what are some success stories that you've seen from businesses? You alluded to one when we did the introduction. We talked about your brilliance and your passion. I can tell that you have brilliance and passion around this topic uh, just based on oh, some absolutely. of our, off, our offline conversations. I, I know that this is something you, you wake up in the morning and uh, you, you eat and breathe it, basically. So uh, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, give us some details about how we got some success with some of your customers, because I want our listeners to be inspired that this is actually very possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, as I was saying, as I think I believe I said before, we, we got a, this auto transport company that has had horrible reviews, 
and we were able to uh, hide three of them and get him eight or ten more uh, five-star reviews just out of the gate. And so we, in, in the space of two months, we were able to bring him up from uh, 2.6 to a 3.9, so almost a four-star review. So that right. was a big success. So that, right, right. So at that point, if I was a prospect of this company, you're now in the range that I'm looking at. Yeah, absolutely. And it just gives them, it gives them a much better look when people are trying to find auto transport companies. So that's really the, right. the, the benefit of, of utilizing the software and consistently doing it right. on a monthly basis. Right, 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 right. Uh, I know a lot of your results are confidential. Do you have any others you can uh, lay on us? Um, well, we 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 got our one of our clients. We got them eighteen five star reviews in twenty four hours. They thought that was smoking. Wow! So, and, and what we can do is we can upload up to four thousand emails at one time. So and they right from go out. from the customer's database. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. And or cell phone numbers. Okay. So it's a combination of email marketing and SMS marketing. I, I like that even better because, you know, with text messaging, you have a 99% open rate. Right. I mean, I'm always on my cell phone, always. And so if I see somebody asking me for a review that I've been, a business that I've been to, you bet I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it right there real quickly and get it done. Right. Any time at all. And, and then they've got another really awesome five-star review. I like see I like that I like that a lot and uh, what I also like is how it does make it so convenient because you said we're you know we're we're all being dumbed down by our smartphones if we want to indulge a cliche but the text messages do have a 99% open rate and when you make it something that's quick and easy for people to act on they're more likely to act on it so what I like here is we're creating a system where they can quickly leave a star rating they can type out a comment doesn't have to be a long one but uh, they you know they they give a narrative comment and uh, either the decision is made for them or they're given a, a range of options of where that review will show up on the Internet. Correct. Absolutely. That's what okay. we love about this. All right. Makes it so, makes it, makes it so convenient. Um, yeah. Something I haven't discussed with you is we've, we've completed over 10,000 clients and we've wow. done over 10 million reviews. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So this is so around you, to say I ten. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Adam's no good at math. Is that is that something like an average of a hundred reviews per client? Correct. There you go. That sounds good to me. All right. So who out there would like a hundred reviews for your business? Um, I, I I can think of it. Uh, now in my case, I don't have a bricks and mortar store, and I'm not an e-com or anything like that. Uh, so typically businesses like mine, which are the same type of businesses a lot of our business creators have, don't show up on a lot of these review sites. So what can we do to get reviews for our businesses? Like I'm not going to be on Yelp. I don't have that type of business. Um, as far as Google, I, I don't have a physical location per se. So it's not like we can, uh, you know, interface with the Google Maps to cause the search results to come up. Right. No, but I mean, you want an online presence, even if you don't have a a business that, you know, has a, a Right, a we app. all do. Yeah. We we all do so we, this, we all do, but I'm talking about for businesses like ours, 
how can we leverage reviews? Uh, because you know our you know our clientele are not necessarily the type to leave reviews, which is why a lot of us write books so we can get Amazon reviews. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, you do provide a service, and if you're providing a service, yep. then and someone could go on and Google your 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 company name and pop up, you know, a hundred really nice five star reviews for your business. That's going to make you look great. I would love a hundred five star reviews for my business. I don't even think I've had a hundred customers, but I'd like to have a hundred reviews. So uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, I mean, what, what what would you recommend for me, Kyle? I guess is what I'm saying. Since you know, I don't have a bricks and mortar store. I'm not in e-commerce. I don't sell a product. What we offer are a, a, a service based solution delivered by human beings. So right. uh, you know, should we should we have our own review site? Should we integrate into our website that we already have? How would you do that? And is this something your software supports? Yes. I mean, we would basically, you know, probably just steer you to Google and or Facebook. And, you know, to, and then for your clients to be able to leave reviews. And when they do, that just is one more review that makes you look great when someone's looking you up. Because okay. you can just Google. Oh, oh that's you can right. just Google. Yeah, we all have fan pages. <laughs> yeah, you can just Google your name your company name and reviews and see if anything pops up. And if nothing pops up, then that means nothing's out there. And so what we can do is put right. stuff out there. You, you got me? Uh, see, yeah, see, now I'm starting to get a little intrigued here because, you know, a lot of us have Facebook pages, even those of us who've pretty much given up on them because of all the algorithm shifts that basically, unless you're spending money, you're not getting any visitors to these things at all. So, uh, right. you know, the reason a lot of us have our, our business pages is so that uh, we show up on search engine results. So when I have a business page up called Business Creators Radio Show, that's another search right. result for the Business Creators Radio Show. And we, you know, since we're there anyway, we advertise our episodes to it. Uh, we have a page sure. for the Business Creators Institute because uh, that's the name of my business. So it, it doesn't even have a whole lot of fans, and we haven't really done anything to promote it at all except regularly post our articles and some shared articles to it. And we occasionally get some discussion going on it. But I'm just being candid with you. It's not a huge piece of our marketing. The main reason we have the page is so we can get it on Google results. Sure. And that's what right. that's what we're going to be able to help if you if you look up your company name and put reviews behind it on Google, see if anything pops up, you know, and if you don't have anything out there, that means nobody's left in your reviews. And so let's get you some. Like you look that much All better right. when someone looks Yeah. 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 In fact when I look up the term Business Creators Institute our Facebook page is the is the number two search results, so we could certainly uh, we could certainly do something with that. So you know, I may be I may be interested in doing this, especially um, as we go into the new year and we have our Groundhog book coming out, which we expect will drive more visitors to the Business Creators Radio Show Facebook page. And also, like when I look up Business Creators Radio Show, uh, you know, I do get our Facebook page for the Business Creators Radio Show in the top ten. So right there. Uh, I'm just, you know, giving our listeners an example from a service provider's perspective that it is possible to position yourself so that you can get reviews. Uh, I, you know, how I approached that from the uh, the frame of naivete, but the fact was I was leading you to the answers. I'm sure you figured out. And uh, what oh, we yeah. just established yeah. is the daisy is the daisy chain for anybody to be able to get reviews and have an organized process for building reputation marketing by gathering reviews. Right. And having, you know, really nice things said about you and your company is is a pretty motivating thing as well. 
when you get when all these reviews I agree. Start coming in. I agree. Yeah, so that so that's the prescription for our business creators who don't have physical bricks and mortar locations and are not doing e commerce selling products or anything like that. That's how you do it for service based type businesses. So sure. um one of the questions one of the questions that uh you wanted me to um ask you is uh about the idea of creating custom review sites. Uh it's in the it's I know it's in the description of your reputation marketing system. Uh, so you mentioned uh, creating customer review sites. Uh, how does that process work, and how do these sites come across as legitimate? Well, we have actually about 50 choices for reviews. And if if you come across something that we don't have, you can let us know, and then we'll add it into the software as a choice. Okay. Like, for example, our client that has an auto transport company, I didn't know there was an auto transport review site people could leave reviews. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we found that and now it's part of our system so that he can he can have his clients you know easily leave a review on auto transport reviews. Right. So that was a, a really I, great solution for him. Right. So right, so one of your so one of your answers to the question is if it turns out that uh, your customers in a niche industry and there is a place where people are talking and can leave reviews you have the ability to interface or API or whatever it takes your system into the other review sites so that you can say to the people, like say the auto transport customers, you don't really want them going nilly-willy all over, say, Yelp or Facebook as much as you want them to go to this industry site where people who are interested in auto transport are checking that business out. Exactly. exactly. All right. Right. Okay. So um, – you know, and I mentioned in my introduction to this call, I'm going to tell a little bit of a story here. I'm not going to – I'm going to genericize it just a little bit so that I don't call the person out, and it was very sad what happened to them. They have um, a business uh, that's uh, – it's, it's, it's a service-type business, and in the name of the business, they have a word. I'm not going to say what the word is. It's not a bad word at all, but to some people, they thought it was insensitive for some reason. So next thing you know, this person – who isn't even in the United States, this is a friend of mine who's outside the United States, is getting all these negative one-star trashy reviews from a bunch of people that she went and looked them up, and it turned out they were all basically friends with each other. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it for what it is, and our listeners know that I say things for what they are. It was a bunch of your social justice warrior types who wanted to shut her down because they didn't like one of the words in her business name. And you know what the best part of the whole thing was? They quickly found out that uh, the business that they were supposed to target wasn't even hers. It was another business with a similar name. But they said right there on her Facebook page, well, we're here, so let's take her down while we're at it. Yeah. See, we've had that this happen. Is the, this, some, this is some of the crap people have to deal with. So tell us about your experience with that. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a, um, a high-end auto dealership that had that same problem. He had a young kid uh, that was bidding on a car. And the kid thought he won the uh, the auction, and he didn't win the auction. Somebody outbid him. And so he got all of his friends to go on to social media and leave trashy, leave trashy ratings for this company. And it really impacted them. And the guy actually called the kid's father and talked to his father and explained it, that he didn't win the uh, the auction. And so... His father understood that, but those reviews stayed out there forever. 
And so now what we can do is go back. It's on Yelp. We can go back and maybe focus on Yelp and send a bunch of reviews to, to Yelp that, that buries those bad reviews that aren't really even real. Well, I mean, they're real, but right. it was it was just an, a confused kid. Well, they're real fake reviews, basically, because you got a bunch of his buddies to leave trashy reviews. And oh, right. uh, yeah. I mean, it's an auto. Right, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's an auto dealership. I mean, let's be realistic. And I have friends that are auto dealers. Uh, I have friends that uh, work for you know that work as sales associates. In fact, my last two cars that I leased, I dealt with, with people who are friends of mine in real life who just happen to work for car dealerships. So I gave the business to a friend. So, but but think about sure. it. Um, how many people do you know who have all bought a car from the same place? And when you really think about that, you're going to recognize that most of us don't have a lot of friends that all bought our cars from the same place. So unless we have like 10,000 real friends, it's going to be hard to find that many people who bought a car from the same place, much less are all dissatisfied with their experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people, 91% of people look at reviews online, okay? And so that's a lot of percentages of people. So if your reviews aren't good, we can make them better. We can fix them. Right. And I think and, and know, I think overall, uh, you know, you have go ahead. Oh, our our friend Jim Palmer asked me a question that I thought was interesting. He said, What do you see yeah. as the next big thing on the internet? And Oh yeah, Jim Palmer, a dream business coach, yes. Yeah. What I told him is that uh what we're seeing is that we've got the ability now to send out a promotional video that could get people interested in your company. And then what they do is they click, uh, you know, info or, more, you know, need to check, you know, I want to get more info on this company. And it takes them to a questionnaire that basically qualifies them as a customer. And then, then it wow. takes them to a calendar, then it takes them to a calendar where they can book an appointment with you. So you can literally wake up every morning and have a whole bunch of new clients to talk to that are interested in your product. That's the next big thing I see right. on the Internet. Right. You know, and I am starting to see a lot of that. And I'm especially starting to see that, and this is for our business creators, people who have coaching and consulting services, where they will do exactly that. And I know a couple of people that are doing this very, very well, is they have videos of them speaking to the audience, uh, you know, addressing their concerns, their pain points based on the information that they've already done, the research they've already created. And they're offering them a session where all they have to do is uh, click this button it takes them right to a scheduler i've gotten pretty much all of my clients into the idea of using online schedulers uh there's sure. still one holdout that i'm just having a hard time getting there because they argue that well nobody in my industry does it but the fact is everybody in every industry does it because kyle sure. how much phone tag do you want to play not much what is my what, is, what do i tell you and what do i count Let's, let's, let's just share this with our listeners. What do I tell you every single time you reach out to me and say, God, a sec? Go to my calendar. <laughs> exactly. 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 Because, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, literally anybody in, in the entire world, anybody right now, includes you, listener, can go to my website, go to schedulewithadam.com. I'm going to say that domain, schedulewithadam.com. Now, uh, maybe if it's a holiday week, I may be a little bit, reducing my hours, but generally speaking, within a day or two of wherever we are right now, you can go to my website, 
You can schedule a time with me. It'll ask for your name, your email address, your phone number, and then it's going to ask you in a much very friendly, gentle, inviting way, what do you want? So I can have that on my schedule because I've because I've made it clear through my main calendar, my Google calendar, that I am available during those times to speak with people. That's not my work time. That's my reach out time. So you put yourself in there. I pull it up on my calendar. I say that Kyle Downs from Texas, um, internetmarketingpros.com, or TV rather, internetmarketingpros.tv, wants to speak with me about reputation marketing. And he leaves a little comment like whatever it is. So I can pick up the phone and say, you say yo, Kyle, what's up? And then I already know what you want, and we can get, jump right into the conversation. Guys, if you're not doing that, then how are you inviting the customer to feel that you are an open and welcome company that they're going to want to do business with so that you can create success stories that will lead to raving reviews? It all, it's all circular, and it all, it's all linear if you want to look at it from that perspective. Absolutely. Hey, uh, let me leave my number also. Could I do that? Well, let me see. How much time do we have left here? Actually, we are pretty much near the end of this thing. So um, I just wanted to, um, you know, before we uh, before we get to that part, because we're going to ask you know, give our listeners in a moment the opportunity to connect with you, uh, like we do for everybody. But I just wanted to um, I just wanted to ask, uh, you know, one final question here is that have you ever gotten any pushback? from how your system works, because I want people to have the round picture. I asked the question of, is this manipulation? And your response was that, well, if you want to use that label, that's fine. However, what it's really doing is just creating a better playing field for opening conversations that lead to better results for everybody all, all the way across the board. And that's something that I endorse, which is why we have you in the Business Creators Radio Show. But are there sure. any other objections you've seen to this? And how would you respond to those? Because I just want to make sure that we're all absolutely clear what you shared with us today. I haven't really seen a lot of objections. I mean, people just have to really understand it because it's such a new thing. But, I mean, it's just gangbusters. I mean, I'm literally talking to uh, Fred Astaire Dance Studios, and they have 175 locations, and we're looking at putting them in all of them. Wow. Yeah, Fred Astaire Dance Studios. I mean, uh, I've heard of them before. That's a really big company, and they got a lot of students. Yeah, I'm friends with the owner, so have been for okay. many years. Right, all the same, all the same. Right. So it's really just a matter of being educated, and I would say um, helping people to make that shift from reputation management, which is what everybody calls it, to reputation marketing, which is where we're really right. going, which is similar to what I say before. Because I, I also say, in addition to the fact you don't want traffic to your website, I also tell people that SEO is dead. Uh, because what I want to open their minds to is the fact that we've moved the search engine marketing, where we use it as something right. proactive to reach out and get our customers, take them by the hand and walk them in the door, rather than, you know, let's optimize. But no, let's market. Let's get people in. Let's create conversations. Let's make it happen. Exactly. All right, so um, at this point, Kyle, what I, you know, I imagine we have some people on the edge of their seats. I know you've managed to demystify a few things for us. You've taught me a few things as well, which is great. So let's say somebody wants to get started and really explore this area of reputation marketing. Uh, what will be the next step for them? They could call me at 713-364-2244, or they could email me at info 
at internetmarketingpros.tv. Either one of those could work. I also want... Yep, I also want our listeners to be aware that Kyle has a profile at businesscreatorsradioshow.com, as do all of our over 200 guest experts, so you can just look him up. And on his profile, you'll find links to his social media portals, and I believe your website is internetmarketingpros.tv. I have that website open on my browser right now, and right there in the menu, there's a link called Reviews Marketing, and that's where I would send people. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in fact when you yeah, in fact when you go to that page you have a gift for us, as you mentioned before, there's um there's an actual uh PowerPoint that folks can download that really goes through this in a lot of uh in a lot of minute detail to help people understand some of the mechanics and some of the technical aspects of the review marketing software and how the whole process works. So that as I understand is your gift to us for being here today. Yep, exactly. And as as with any client, we will we will do a a review of their social media status currently to get so if we can use that as a starting point and then you know each month we'll send them a new report to show them how we've been able to help them get massive new reviews yes yes so Kyle Downs of internetmarketingpros.tv uh, reviews marketing thank you very much for being with us today it's been an honor and an education thank you sir appreciate the time you bet. And for everybody listening, this is Adam Homie, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.